Welcome to Life Point Plus, a program dealing with marriages and family. We are so glad you're listening. Here's your host, pastor and teacher, Gary Moore. Welcome to Life Point Plus. I'm your host, Gary Moore. We are continuing to look at Dr. Willard F. Harley's book, His Needs, Her Needs, Building an Affair-Proof Marriage. When we closed last week's broadcast, we were discussing the idea of a fair division of labor when both spouses are working outside the home. Dr. Harley has designed a way for dual-income couples to apply tried and proven motivational principles to solve their fair division of labor dilemma. If a wife wants help with domestic responsibilities from a husband with a need for domestic support, she should take the following steps, according to Dr. Harley. First, make a list of all your household responsibilities, including child care. The list should 1. Name each responsibility. 2. Briefly describe what must be done and when to accomplish it. And 3. Name the spouse who wants it accomplished. Both spouses should work on the list, and it will probably take several days to think of everything. Add items each day as you find yourself accomplishing various tasks or wanting them accomplished. Each time a task is added to the list and the work is described, the spouse wanting it done must be named along with his or her rating of the task's importance. But the other spouse must also consider to what extent he or she would want it accomplished. So, the names and importance ratings of both spouses should eventually accompany each item. Here are some examples for a fictitious couple, John and Becky. Washing the breakfast dishes, clearing off the breakfast table every morning, washing, drying, and putting away all the breakfast dishes and utensils that went into preparing breakfast. Becky, a four. John, a two. Feeding the cat. Put cat food and water in the cat's dishes at 8 a.m. and 5 p.m. John, a five. Becky, a zero. When you have finished your list, both of you should be satisfied that it includes all of the housekeeping and childcare responsibilities that you share. You may have as many as a hundred items listed. Just this part of the exercise alone will help you understand what you're up against with regards to the work that you feel must be done. Step 2. Now, each person must assume responsibility for tasks that you would enjoy doing or prefer doing yourself. Make two new lists. One list titled His Responsibilities and the other titled Her Responsibilities. Then select items for which you are willing to take full responsibility. These are tasks that you would enjoy doing, don't mind doing, or want to do yourself so they can be done in a certain way. When you have added an item to one of the two new lists, cross it off the original list. If both you and your spouse want to take responsibility for the same items, you can either take turns doing them or arbitrarily divide them between the two of you. But you must approve each other's selections before they become that spouse's final responsibility. If one of you does not feel that the other will perform the task well enough, 
you might give each other a trial period to demonstrate competence. Once you have taken responsibility for any item, your spouse should be able to hold you accountable for doing it according to his or her expectations. Well, now you have three lists. One, the husband's list of responsibilities. Two, the wife's list of responsibilities. And three, the list of household tasks that neither of you wants to do. Step three is to assign the remaining tasks. Let's face it. You are motivated to complete the tasks on your individual lists of responsibilities because you enjoy doing them or you prefer to do them. But you are not motivated to complete the remaining tasks. So to whom should they be assigned? Now you may question Dr. Harley's recommendation, but he suggests that these tasks be assigned to the person who wants them done the most. He says it's a reasonable solution since to do otherwise would force responsibility on the one who cares least about their completion. At this point in his plan, Dr. Harley says most women react with alarm. I know how this will turn out, they complain. All the remaining tasks will end up on my list. My husband could care less about keeping our home neat and clean. Well, that might be a bit of overgeneralization. Wives who are employed full-time want these tasks completed, but don't have the time or energy to complete them. So they want their husband, who is also tired at the end of the day, to share the load. From their perspective, it's a fair division of labor to divide these tasks equally. It's unfair for the wife to be engaged in a wide assortment of household and child care tasks while her husband surfs the web. Even though she's the one who wants the work done, she feels he should share responsibility for doing it. As most wives have discovered by now, wanting a husband to take responsibility for tasks that wives want completed doesn't work. He doesn't do them because he's not motivated. She can call him irresponsible and lazy all she wants. Telling your husband that it's his responsibility to do something that you want done isn't motivating. In reality, it's usually demotivating. It's likely to lead to an argument rather than to the help an exhausted wife needs from her husband. Again, this step begins by assigning undesirable tasks to the one most motivated to do them, the one who wants them done the most. When a wife first sees her list of responsibilities, she will probably feel overwhelmed, especially if she has a goal of sleeping eight hours a night. Dr. Harley says the need for domestic support isn't necessarily met by actually doing the household tasks. It's met by seeing to it that they're done, that is, managing the household. When the wife is employed outside the home full-time, consideration should be given to the most time-consuming and unpleasant tasks being hired out. Shifting household tasks to hired help will obviously cause a shift in budget priorities. But it should be recognized that when a wife has a full-time job, she can't be expected to do all of the housework, too. 
As your children grow, they can be assigned household tasks. However, be sure that you do not assign your children tasks that both you and your spouse find too unpleasant to shoulder. Dr. Harley says that it doesn't build character to give your kids jobs that you hate to do. In fact, it builds resentment. If you want your children to help you around the house, have them choose tasks from your list of household responsibilities that they would enjoy doing. Step 4. Indicate how happy you would be with your spouse's help. As we've followed Dr. Harley's plan up to this point, the assignment of household responsibilities is fair. You are dividing them according to willingness to do them and according to desire to have them accomplished. It also meets what Dr. Harley calls the husband's need for domestic support. But there's hardly a wife who doesn't want help with her responsibilities, and she wants that help from her husband. Trying to force him to help by being disrespectful or appealing to his guilt doesn't work because to a man, that's not motivational. But there's something else she can do that will motivate most husbands. She can show appreciation for his help. Establishing her responsibility for the household tasks is essential if his help is to be genuinely appreciated. If she thinks that some household tasks are his responsibility, when he completes them, he's simply done his duty. Why express special appreciation for something that he's supposed to do? But if she accepts the tasks as her responsibility and he offers to help, she will be grateful for his assistance. Following Dr. Harley's plan, you already have one number assigned to each task, the importance of the task to each of you. Now he wants you to assign one more number. This time, write a number indicating how many love units you think would be deposited if your spouse were to help you or were to do that task for you. Use a scale from 0 to 5, with 5 indicating that you would experience maximum pleasure and would be eternally grateful. Step 5. Help where your effort is most appreciated. If these ratings are accurate, it means that whenever you have helped with a task that was rated a 4 or 5 by your spouse, you will be depositing many love units. Your help will make your spouse happy and it will be appreciated. If cooking dinner or ironing shirts or picking up socks makes love bank deposits, why not do these things? As a matter of fact, if meeting any of the emotional needs really does create the feeling of love, why would anyone resist doing them? This is not only an act of care, but an act of supreme wisdom. By doing for each other what is most appreciated, Dr. Harley says you will have what few marriages have, the feeling of love throughout your entire lives. Dr. Harley emphasizes this concept. Don't waste your time on needs of lesser importance. Put your energy into what deposits the most love units and ignore tasks that do nothing for your spouse's love bank. Well, our time's gone for today. I invite you to join me on Monday mornings at 10 a.m. on my Mutual Understanding Method Facebook page for some live teaching on relationships. If you're not a Facebook user, or if the time is inconvenient, 
you can go to my website, mutualunderstanding.net, click on the Mum Live tab, and view the recorded teachings. Be safe and have a great weekend. God bless. Thank you for listening today. This program is brought to you by Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like to reach Pastor Gary, please email him at pastorgary at cloverdalechurch.org. To know more about the church, go to our website at www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thanks for listening and be blessed.